Welcome. It's Gwen Cafe for Monday, the 12th day of July, year of our Lord 2021. We're looking at the Gospel of Mark, chapter 6, verses 30 through 34, skipping on to 53 to 56 in the New Revised Standard Version of the Bible. In a devotional, we're calling the fixing business. Whatever is broken, whatever is hurting, whatever is ill in your life, hear the good news that God so loved the world. He sent his only begotten son. That's Jesus Christ, our Lord. Hear now the word of God, verse 30. The apostles gathered around Jesus and told him all that they had done and taught. He said to them, come away to a deserted place all by yourselves and rest a while. For many were coming and going and they had no leisure even to eat. And they went away in a boat to a deserted place by themselves. Now many saw them going and recognized them, and they hurried there on foot from all of the towns and arrived ahead of them. As he went ashore, he saw a great crowd, and he had compassion for them, because they were like sheep without a shepherd, and he began to teach them many things. When they had crossed over, they came to land at Gennesaret and moored the boat. When they got out of the boat, people at once recognized him and rushed about that whole region and began to bring the sick on mats to wherever they heard he was. And wherever he went, into villages or cities or farms, they laid the sick in the marketplaces and begged him that they might touch even the fringe of his cloak, and all who touched it were healed. This, dear friends, is the word of God for us, the people of God, and we say thanks be to God. Well, a happy and blessed Monday, Concafe family, and may the strength of the Lord bless you, dear listener, today and all days. That's my prayer for you in Jesus' name. Amen. I ask a personal privilege for you that you would pray for me this coming Sunday. I will be preaching for the first time in about 15 months, and I will also have the honor of baptizing our grandson, Eli Ryan Munoz. Most of you have been praying for him over the 10 months that, and even before uh, our little one's 10 months old, and you've been praying for Nellie and, and myself as we shared our lives with him and his parents, and we were so blessed in watching him grow and blossom. And so as you pray, ask the Lord to give me the word on this passage, which I will be using for the people of God and the congregation of St. Luke's United Methodist Church in Corpus Christi. If you're in the area, you're more than welcome to come and join us. We'd love to see you. But nonetheless, pray for the needs that uh, people have shared with you and make time to pray for your needs before the Lord as well. Amen. Amen. One dream I have is to return back to Israel one day and to take a photo of a shepherd with a sheep in the fields outside of Jerusalem. The last time Nellie and I were there, we saw a few, but at 50 to 60 miles an hour on a bus makes for a bad photo. And of all the photos and paintings of a shepherd and flock, the one used today in the uh, graphic for those of you looking and reading along Con Café, that's one of my favorites. It's the shepherd Jesus uh, looking over the flock. And it, to me, it's a very powerful, very touching story of a photo that I enjoy or a painting. When I was district superintendent of the Coastal Bend District, I was able to take the above photo and integrate into it the faces of the pastors and spouses of the district. It is quite amazing the webpage that allowed that to be. But the story it told was even more amazing. We are all the flock of his pasture, and we enjoy him as the good shepherd. 
Of the two churches that were part of my formative years, both were named El Buen Pastor, which is Spanish for the Good Shepherd. It was in them that I was exposed to preachings and teachings that allowed me to learn first the 23rd Psalm in Espanol, but more importantly, to come to know the shepherd himself. This passage is a brief reminder of the vast love Jesus has for you and he has for me. His ministry was to bring the sheep of God back to God. If we reread verse 34 in today's passage, we'll read these words that we find there. And I quote, As he went ashore, he saw a great crowd, and he had compassion for them, because they were like sheep without a shepherd. And he began to teach them many things. As this devotional is about fixing things, one of the main things that we need as his sheep is direction. A good shepherd leads. A good shepherd knows where to find a secure and safe spot to rest. A good shepherd knows the best places to lead the sheep for them to eat. And a good shepherd always offers his unfailing and loving protection for his sheep. 23rd Psalm said, I will fear no evil, for thou art with me. And later on in John 10, verse 11, Jesus said, The good shepherd lays down his life for his flock. Second thing a sheep needs is healing and wholeness. Sheep are prone to wander off and sometimes right off cliffs, injure themselves, and need to be lifted up out of ravines and carried home where wounds and injuries can be addressed. The psalm mentions a rod and a staff. The crook of the staff was used to lift up the sheep and the rod was to fend off predators. Jesus still offers that to us when we face our enemies and when we need to be lifted up. And the Lord's healing touch is still very much real and present and works according to God's will. As we read in this passage, the people came to realize that in Jesus, they could find the healing and wholeness they needed, which explains their laying the mats and beds of the sick in the marketplaces. And they're asking for Jesus to at least be able to touch his garment, for all who did were healed. I remember as first-time parents when our newborn had a fever, the panic that set in and how quickly we dialed our pediatrician's phone number knowing he had an after-hour service and how thankful we were that it was he on duty that night. He calmed us down. I bet he was so used to first-time parents calling about their little baby having a fever. And, and soon the fever was gone and our baby was fine. We have been anxious, nervous, worried, scared at tests and results, and we vow all we can to get well, not just for our babies, but for ourselves as well. In Jesus' time, they had none of the luxuries that we enjoy now when it comes to medical care. I still remember doctors when they made house calls. The appearance of the big black car outside our, our window at, and or on our street and the doctor with the big black bag meant only one thing, in my opinion, that his stainless steel syringe would soon be out, and for whatever was uh, the cause of my ailing, I would soon get a penicillin shot. All of which the ancients would have loved. Can you imagine during Jesus' time? Their ability to touch Jesus was their ambulance. That was their air flight. That was their urgent care. That was their ER rolled into one. Now, we can't forget that Jesus came so that we could have life and to have that life to the fullest. His mission was to take us from merely existing to a life with meaning and purpose. Jesus also taught us that this plane of existence is not the only reality. Jesus came from heaven to teach us about heaven. 
Jesus taught about the supernatural, the unexplainable, and that we are indeed supernatural people. Reference this in John 3, beginning at verse 16, where Jesus tells Nicodemus that we must be born from above. You ever stop to think what that means? We don't understand heavenly or spiritual things if we're not born in a spiritual way. Only the spiritually alive people and believers can fully understand the movements of God in our midst. The real presence of Jesus in our lives can lead us to where others will soon ask why we are the way we are, and they may even ask how they can come to that same feeling. Let us, dear friends, be people who seek the direction and leading of the shepherd, those who come to a more fuller trust in him to provide and to protect us. Let's pray. Loving God, let our lives affirm the faith of David in this psalm and the healing available through your Son, Christ Jesus our Lord. May you lead us to share where we might to those in need. And this we pray in Christ Jesus' strong name. Amen. Dear friends, thank you so much for tuning in and listening. I pray this be a blessing to you. And if you have been blessed, share this with someone. And I pray you have a great and blessed day in the Lord. Be one who shares about the wholeness to be found in Christ Jesus. I pray you receive my blessings of grace and peace. I'm Pastor Ed Alihuel Verde. May the Lord bless you and keep you. Amen.